Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? What do people think about Jesus? Who do they say that he is? There's, there's always been a multitude of opinions about this man, Jesus Christ, even while he was still alive. Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Basically, no one knew who he really was. Down through the ages, different uh, peoples, different religions, different times have had these different opinions about Jesus. If you were to, you know, ask uh, people today, maybe uh, humanists, atheists, people that don't believe in God, they might say, oh, Jesus was a, a wise man. He was a, you know, a teacher. He was, some people would say he was a revolutionary. Some people would say he was, uh, you know, just trying to overthrow the Roman government. Uh, Muslims would have an opinion about Jesus. Jewish people would have an opinion about Jesus. Uh, other religions might have a, a certain respect for Jesus. But Jesus doesn't really care that much about what other people say about him or what other people think about who he is. That, that was just kind of the preliminary question to get the disciples thinking. The question that Jesus truly cares about is the one that he asked them next and the one that he asks every single one of us. Who do you say that I am? What do you believe about Jesus? That's the question that truly matters. Not what other people think or what other people might say. Jesus wants to know what do I say? What do you say? Because our faith in Christ cannot ultimately be based upon what other people think. You know, as, as we're younger, as we're children, our faith to a significant extent is somewhat dependent upon our parents. And that's natural, and that's the way that God intended it. But as we get older, there comes a point when our faith has to become personal, and it cannot be dependent upon anyone else. It has to come down to that question, who do I say that Jesus is? It's the question that he asks each one of us. And it's a question that demands a response. We have to answer it. And to truly be his disciple the only correct answer is the one that Simon Peter was the first to give. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's what it means to be a Christian. That's the foundation of our faith. If we don't believe that, nothing else we believe matters. To believe truly that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Incarnate Son of God. That is the profession of faith that Jesus is looking for from each and every one of us. And it's a good question for us to reflect upon. You know, I, I say that I believe in Jesus, but how deep does that belief go? How much certitude is there in my heart? How much am I willing to give for that belief? 
for that claim that I acknowledge Christ as the Son of God. You know, it's, it's e- words are easy. And so when we kind of reflect upon our faith and, and ask, you know, how is God inviting me to a deeper faith? Yes, it involves a profession of faith, absolutely. But it involves more than that. It involves our whole life. We can always be examining our lives and reflecting upon, is my entire life a profession of faith? Do I truly live according to what I say I believe? Is my life in harmony? Is, it, is there a true integrity? Am I living out this profession of faith, not just something that I say from time to time when I pray or not just something that I say on Sundays when I profess the creed? No, is it something that I'm living out every day? Is it what is ultimately determining my priorities, my values, my morals, how I spend my time and and my money and my efforts? What am I pursuing in life? What are my goals? Where am I seeking my happiness? All of these questions should be aligned with our profession of faith, believing in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God. As I said, this is the foundation of our faith, the Christian faith. It's also the foundation of the church because it was upon this profession of faith that Jesus then says to Simon Peter, blessed are you, You didn't come up with this on your own. My Father in heaven revealed it to you. And so I say to you, you are Peter. You are rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. The only time in the Gospels where Jesus explicitly refers to his church. A few chapters later in the Gospel of Matthew, he'll make reference to the church because he's now already told us that he's establishing his church, my church, on the rock of Peter and his profession of faith that Jesus is the Christ. And then Peter is given the keys to the kingdom of heaven, which if you notice the parallel to the first reading, way back in the Old Testament, in the kingdom of David, Eliakim was given the keys to the kingdom of David. And whatever door he opened, no one would shut. Whatever door he shut, no one would open. And so Jesus is uh, fulfilling and, and establishing in Peter this similar role. Today we would think of it as kind of like a prime minister. You know, the, the king or the queen might be the kind of the, the ultimate authority in a kingdom, but often they would have a, a second in command, a prime minister that would exercise their authority and that would answer only to the king or the queen, that would have authority over everyone else in the kingdom. That's the authority that Jesus gives to Peter and his successors, that he would be the visible head on earth, that he would represent Christ and and exercise Christ's authority, that he would have the keys to the kingdom of heaven, that whatever he binds on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever he looses on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so too, our faith 
in Christ must include our faith in the promises of Christ. It must include our faith in Christ's church and in the authority that Jesus established in his church. The role of St. Peter and his successors, the role of the Pope, the role of the bishops, the successors of the apostles, to authoritatively teach and sanctify and govern Christ's church in his name. And all of this depends, again, not upon our faith in individual human beings. No, it all goes back. It rests upon the foundation of our faith in Christ, that truly he is the son of the living God. This is the question that Jesus asks each and every one of us. And it's a question that we must answer every day of our lives. Do we truly believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? And are we just saying it? Or are we truly living it?